that shit, Mr. Mo. It's time to freestyle and go. Time. I'm ready. You took. See, I was I was starting into a nice, nice, cool '80s rap beat, but then you went into like High School Musical, and it's. Like, I don't know if you were actually trying, or if it's just the, the <laughs> I, gay. I didn't catch that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, come on, Seymour. I thought you were one of the white ones with rhythm. <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moe? Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, what's up, Mr. Moe? Uh, I'm fucking cold as shit. We recorded this a week in advance, and for some reason, it's cold right now, and I don't like it, and I don't want to be cold anymore. So, please dude, stop I, being cold. I ran, to the, I ran to the gym because I didn't realize it was so cold today. Um, oh, ooh, no. So, I was oh, at the no. gym. I, I, was, I was looking through my email, and I saw that... Uh, we got nominated for uh, another award. What? Yeah, dude. Another award? So, Please tell me more. So there's there's this uh, festival called the Kalakari Film Festival in space mm. in India, and uh, I was really excited to hear about this one because with every film submission, they donate five food packages to poor families, and I think that like. Kalakar means artist uh, in Hindi. That's how you say it. This is a really cool organization, and I'm really excited to just to partner with them and support them. And even more excited that actually three of our episodes were nominated for a particular awards. So and wait, we will wait, see wait, what happens. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say the people of India? Because you know what that means, people of India. That means we need you to come to the aid of the Franchise Podcast because this script is called Rumi's and it's awesome. And that's why we need you, the people of Amenbadad, the people of Varanasi, the people of Guwahati, the people of Mohali, the people of Aritsar, the people of Satara, the people of Macau. We need all of you to tell every single one of your friends and family to support Rumi's and the Kalakari Film Fest. Because we have not one, not two, but three nominations for awards, which is freaking amazing. And that means, though, that while it's freaking amazing, it will be triple sad if we don't win anything. Okay? Like, the odds are kind of really <laughs> on our side here. And if we come home with nothing, we're going to be pissed. So that's all have I'm saying. Have you ever seen the clip of Faith Hill flipping out because she lost an award at an award show? Like, oh, the camera no. pans to her and she goes, No! <laughs> 
Oh my god. I definitely know for a fact that's the part of every award show that I'm not ready for whatsoever. Like everybody pictures themselves walking down the red carpet or they think about who they would thank during the award ceremony themselves. But um, how about when you get destroyed by (laughs) Urkel six years in a row and all you want to do is just win a goddamn Emmy so your mom will be proud of you. But no, Urkel keeps taking them all and then you just will not get to win a television Emmy, which means your career will be fucking over. I saw a clip on TV where um, Wendy Williams farted and burped at the same time. Wait, what? And someone on social media said that she basically uh, took a screenshot. Uh, I like she did. Oh my god, that, that's that's pretty impressive. I don't think She's I've a ever gassy done bitch, that. Man, I mean, you gotta admit that it is pretty impressive, right? Like, it's pretty impressive. I I cannot do that myself, and now I'm going to try. So, Wendy Williams, it's on. So, I don't know. I think. you ready? You might say you might say she's a gassy bitch. I might say she's a queen among men, Simo. Because I, I I might say sorry, Julie, but marry me, Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, Wendy Williams is, is single because her her husband was a skeezer. Um, so she's on the market. You know, but things don't work out with Julie. There you go. Ooh. Or maybe I can uh, get myself a nice uh, threesome situation working here. I've been trying to pitch that at Julie for years. Uh, maybe Wendy Williams has enough money that Julie will be uh, going for this. So I know by the time that Julie hears this on the show, uh, she's going to be rolling her eyes intensely at me. So I'm going to go ahead and pre-record this message saying, hey, it's just a joke, you know. <laughs> you know, it's just what we do here in the Fratchet podcast. There's no reason for you to throw out my stuff onto the street again. <laughs> you know, the neighbors don't like to see that. Again, it's a little embarrassing. Word again, always goofing. <laughs> Please let me come home. Would you ever let Julie peg you? Would I let her peg me? You mean that that's not like a normal thing? Because we do that at least twice a week. That's I call that spring cleaning. Um, <laughs> you ever seen great. That, that episode of Broad City where um, uh, Abby straps on a uh, like a strap on and she fucks her neighbor? Uh, no, I don't believe I'm familiar with that one. Does does he choose this or does she ask for it? How does it even I come about? Or down, I, watch I think he's down for it. <laughs> I mean, someone has to be down for it. I hope. <laughs> Otherwise, you just watch a show about rape. So I guess I guess what my question is: If Julie would approach you and she okay. would say, um, "Boo boo, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to fuck you. Oh, can I fuck you on our anniversary? Would you let her do that?" No. Carlos. Well, there's a lot of things that I would like done that she probably wouldn't do anyways. So it's, it's kind of the same thing, you know? Like, for example, that thing with the peanut butter that I would like for her to do. Uh, maybe that thing with the honey. Uh, or that thing with the Sega Genesis uh, and and uh, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that was that would have been fun. Uh, she won't do that either. Uh, or a time travel scenario where she travels back in time or probably forward in time so we don't end up in a creepy age scenario. Uh, thing and then me and the two of her have a threesome you know because that would still be a threesome for me and it's not cheating so yeah she she didn't want to do that either so uh with that thing between me her a corvette and ninja turtle yeah she definitely would not do that either with that thing of michael jackson's ranch that was like the more like the bare minimum i just really wanted to meet michael that's it she wouldn't even do that for me 
just needed her to take the pictures too. She didn't have to do shit. So, you know, everybody has to line. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I, just because you love someone, you have to do everything they want. R. Kelly had things he liked to do to people, and they happened to be 16 and pissed on. That doesn't mean I'm going to be turned to see 16 and pissed on. Am I, Mr. Mao? Nope. I am what I am, Mr. Mao. I am what I am. Now, Nothing what if she put her finger asshole. in your butthole and then smeared it across your upper lip? Well, if she uh, did it across hers as well, and we had matching mustaches, I'd be all for it. Because that's called compromise. <laughs> you want know, to, you want you want you want to stick your finger in that death trap? Go ahead, lady. Go ahead. I don't use wet wipes like Simo does down there. Uh, it's quite clean, but you know. With that being said, uh, it's enter at your own risk. <laughs> you know, I was talking to this guy about uh, he has a really big foot fetish. And oh, yeah? when people like feet, they like really like feet, you know, oh, yeah. he was asking me oh, a lot yeah, of questions Steve. about like the caliber of my toenails and Ooh. like the shape of my feet and the arch of my feet and asking for a lot of pictures and things. And uh, part of me is like, I don't, I don't want to knock someone's kink. But the other part of me is like, that's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, especially what you're going to when you're going into that much details about someone's toenails. Get out of here. Ugh. And toenail. Ugh. No, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I think. I think. Uh, to some degree, feet can be cute, but at the same time, feet can be disgusting, dude. Like, ugh. No. Maybe I'm a prude. Some people like stinky feet. Actually, I hooked up with this guy one time who uh, uh, licked my feet, and like that got him more aroused than anything. And I was like, you know what? I can stop working out. This might be the best thing for me i can stop hitting the gym i don't gotta keep this body tight as long as my feet stink every day then he's uh getting off okay you're golden i also told you to stop hooking up with that hobo uh down the bridge that uh you know the only reason he's barefoot all the time is because he doesn't own a pair of shoes you know but he actually believes that you licking his feet gives him powers love is love and yeah well no no that's the problem he's been able to start a cult people really think that licking his feet gives you eternal life when you die and that's how i give back the community what have you done That's true. I have not led to the creation of a new religion. Um, I just, I refuse to get pegged by my girlfriend on a weekly basis. <laughs> I really have. I've done nothing. I really feel like just the biggest piece of shit now. Man, I'm, I'm going to go back to bed. Man, but speaking <laughs> of disappointments, I feel like yeah. that's a perfect segue. <laughs> into speaking what of disappointments, <laughs> let's talk about my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> because like many things in life, we here at the Frat Chat Podcast found out that life after college isn't everything we thought it would be. You know, between our finances, as Mr. Mo just said, and our love lives, our professional dreams, and Simo's sex life, uh, I think it's oh, safe to say yeah. that sometimes things don't work out exactly how we planned. And uh, in certain cases, Simo's uh, <coughs> sex life, <coughs> um, <coughs> they can turn out even worse. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> following the popularity of season one's Life After College episode, which is still blowing up to this day, we here at the Frat Chat Podcast decided to bring you a special part two edition of the Frat Chat Podcast presents Life After College. And for this edition, we're a little older, we're a little wiser, and uh, Sima's losing a lot more hair. Uh, that's falling by the second. But that means we'll give you some fresh new perspectives on some things that you sort of heard before. Anyways... Come hang out with us. 
It's gonna be fun. We're still cool. We've grown a little bit. We're we're matured a little bit, you know. Um, Simo uh, has stopped pooping his pants on a yearly basis. Actually, no, he did not stop that. Scratch that one. He still yeah, does that. that. Uh, just, we just Denise I just haven't seen him. That. No, no, don't scratch that. He didn't mean it literally. Just scratch it from the tape. Just uh, he's a very literal guy. Scratch both. Oh, okay. Now he means both. Okay. Well, you know, I just haven't seen him in a year because uh, bars have been closed. That's the only reason he hasn't pooped himself in a bar in the last 365 days. But you know, they'll they'll be back. And so will he. But anyways, let's get to it, Mr. Mo. If you don't mind, I'll go first this one. Okay. Uh, you know, I felt like growing up out of college and finally graduating, we had a lot to deal with. You know, the class of, I should have been 2010, but I got out of 2011. But a lot of things happened during that time. You know, so if I put myself in my shoes then, I would say... <sighs> oh, wow. We beat the 2008 recession and the swine flu pandemic. I'm so happy those days are totally behind us. I'm even excited for the future. <laughs> what voice was that? That was my that was my uh, Mickey Mouse voice. I don't know why that came out, but I, I went with it and I committed to it. Does- and then, ha ha. He just got a took dollar, huh? Oh God, not Does what Michael I did. Jackson no. have his finger in Mickey Mouse's butthole? I mean, that's that's pretty much how uh, Walt Disney created Mickey. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, know if you know that. Michael Jackson, freak, yeah, Michael Jackson figured out time travel in 1993. We all know that. So yeah. everything you know, Michael's like, you're welcome. Yeah, yo. when we graduated, <laughs> when, when year did you graduate college? I graduated in 2011, so by we already had the 2008 recession and the swine flu pandemic. Literally, we thought, oh man, all these things are once in a lifetime events. They'll never happen again. What the hell Wait, are we thinking? Was swine flu a pandemic though? Like in the States? Yeah. Even? Yeah, it was in the pandemic. It was a, it was one of the things that uh, Trump made fun of Biden about. He's like, oh, you think you think I'm bumbled uh, the coronavirus? Okay, but I don't remember uh, the swine flu being too good. Okay, believe me, the pigs were flying everywhere. No one liked them. Okay, we had super pigs combating us everywhere. Uh, no one liked them. But I ate them all. Okay, because <laughs> I care about America. Believe me, I never said one of those pigs. Believe me. So did swine <laughs> flu come about because? Someone ate undercooked pork, or did someone fuck a pig? <laughs> I think it just uh, there was some bacteria in the pig. So I mean, but we eat pig, and you know it's not bad. So it is what it is. You know, the, I, there's been times when like Chipotle, sometimes you can't even eat the lettuce. Like, oh if it's yeah, not yeah, pig yeah. or romaine <laughs> lettuce. You know, it's monkey brains. You know, it's always something. As much as I frequent that place, you think that I wouldn't, considering at least one out of three times, I always there's always a sign like, oh. Please do not order the carnitas today. They will make your penis fall off and give you diarrhea. So, oh shit! I guess I will not be having carnitas today. Well, uh, I'll have the good. chicken. Maybe, please. maybe you're patient zero. <laughs> it was uh-huh. all me. It was all me. But oh god, what the hell are we thinking? You know it's bad when Donald Trump makes the swine flu days and the 2008 uh, economic destruction of the world look like the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Mr. Mal? I knew that you had to work out to get big, but I never realized in my youth that I had to work out to maintain my physique, even more so as I got older. So like I was able to just like 
work out occasionally and to see results, but I really had to hit the gym daily in order to look the way I want to look. And so that was a that was kind of a letdown for me. So I kind of just thought that you uh, achieved your physique and then you write it out. No, 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 no. That. You have to really like hit the gym even more in your adult years, and that sucks. Speak I for yourself. Uh, firstly, uh, frat chat listeners, what I did myself is that I got myself in peak physical condition right before quarantine, right? And then I maintained my peak mass by eating nothing but the aforementioned bean burritos I was just talking about. And boom, I am huge, okay? Like, I look at myself right now, and I can barely fit into my shirt sleeves because I'm just massive. You know, like, like Julie is, like, terrified of me right now. She's like, oh, my God. Every time she sees me, it's because I'm massive. I'm totally is because it, I eat six of those bad boys for breakfast, three for lunch, uh, because I have a half lunch, and then I, I switch over to chicken to get my protein in, brother, and then I have seven of those for dinner, and, you know, between a lean diet of bean burritos and the occasional chicken ones, I've become just the man. And what's so, your plumbing like? Oh, I can't imagine. That's, that's why you have to do that pegging that we talked about earlier, because otherwise things are just a mess. You yeah. know, I don't already kind of is a mess, you know, like shit up down there. <laughs> Julie has to wear a hazmat suit just in case because things come out that you just would no, not she even has to peg expect. you just to cork it in. She's like, enough is enough. <laughs> Give the, the toilet hasn't done anything to you. Uh, a spoiler alert, you guys. Uh, Stranger Things season four. The monster's going to come out of my asshole. Yeah. Just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. <laughs> I feel like as you get older, it definitely becomes harder to get jacked. But at the same time, you can build a pretty nice, solid, strong dad bod. So I know that you're not particularly fond of the dad bod. I don't know if the dad bod brings you a lot of points in the gay community. But I will say, dad bods are very in right now. And I think that you could turn in that that smooth six pack. Who says that they're in? Everybody says that. Let me, let the me guys Google that it have right the dead bo- dad bods are like, dad bods are in. Um, I think uh, the vice president and the president of the dad bod club uh, on Facebook have both told me that it was awesome and they want me to join. And I could be secretary. So, yeah, they would not lie to me. I don't know why people love dad bods so much right now. I feel like they just, just they're just so scared of body shame. <laughs> Like we, we, can't, we can't prefer muscles because that we don't want to be a body shamer. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Oh my god, can you imagine? It's like, so oh it's like, like okay, okay, you prefer you you prefer dad bots? Okay, let me ask you. No one's listening. Let me ask you again. <laughs> Which is your favorite? Would you rather have Joe Rogan or Hugh Jackman? Well, if Joe Rogan is is your dad bod comparison, you'd actually be disappointed. Joe Rogan is ripped. Joe Rogan is a physical Oh, wait, no, specimen. I meant Seth Rogan. Oh, well, yeah, Seth Rogan is totally different. Um, okay, yeah, Seth Rogan not, not so or much. Hugh Jackman. On on camera, people are going to say, oh, Seth Rogan, like, I need, I want something to hold on to. But, but if the cameras aren't rolling, they're going to be calling up Hugh Jackman. Saying, oh, but that's also an extreme. <laughs> that's an extreme comparison. Hugh Jackman is a handsome, handsome man. I don't think anyone's gonna choose Seth Rogen or Hugh Jackman. That's like comparing Elephant Boy with Hugh Jackman. Like, what are you doing, man? That <laughs> Sorry, Seth Rogen, but come on, a spade is a spade. Well, I'm just calling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that in college, when I got out, that I would graduate college and literally right away land a high-paying job oh, but totally. um 
Yeah, nope, nope, nope. I don't, I don't, I don't even get why we fall for that BS, anyways. Though, like, nothing you do works that way. And not only that, but but I think there's a misconception that you'll settle on like one really good job and work there till retirement. Because there's always yes. like people that work at jobs and they're like, oh, I've been here for thirty years, and then I would think to myself like, you you must have low self esteem because this is not a good fit no no see when i graduated college i thought just by having a degree that i would have more access to jobs than i would if i didn't have a degree and that's what they told us i felt like uh um my bachelor's degree was pointless <laughs> worthless, worthless. And then I got a master's degree, and then but that became the hype. So now everybody has a master's degree. So literally, like I'm sitting here, I'm sitting on a master's degree. You get a master's in Bayesian. <laughs> I am the best. Um, I'm actually the top master debater in Harvard. Uh, yes. master debate there at least three times a year. I master debate in the library. I master debate in the classrooms. I master debate in the in the dean's office. I've seen I, I master debated all over that building. It's 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 you know there's quite the homage to me. Yeah, it's it's once once I master debate somewhere, it's it's kind of hard to get me out of there. Uh, is, is what they say. You know, I, they say they say I leave a long-lasting impression when I master debate any places. And, um, you know, I pretty, much, I pretty much stick to you, is what they say. You know, it's yeah. just like, wow. Wow, and Carlos got, Garcia, you are amazing. I got the amazing. blue light to prove it. <laughs> or is it a black light? A black light? Well, maybe that's on PC. I don't know. <laughs> I, got a, I got lights. I got lights. <laughs> we, we got lights, guys. We got lights here at the Fret Chat Podcast. We don't, we, don't, we don't know what kind of lights. We don't want to get in trouble, please. <laughs> Just lights. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you something. When you were younger and you looked – I feel like what I saw on TV, like on sitcoms, shaped the way that I viewed the world. So uh-huh. I really thought that apartments were going to be like gigantic. I expected oh, like yeah. my apartments when I moved out of my parents' house to be stellar. And uh, I wish that there was like a sitcom that showed like real city living for a young 20 something person, you know? Oh, you mean uh, one like roomies? <laughs> yeah, that's man. called a segue, you guys. That's, that's what we do here at the Friendship Podcast. We are segue champions. Yeah, let's get that shit made, people. Let's do it. Let's do it. But yeah, man, it's so true. I have to say I've gotten lucky that I've always found good deals on apartments. But, for example, the Friends apartment made it seem like you could get a fucking castle for, from your grandma and just move to New York. It's like, yeah. man, apartment hunting New York is so goddamn hard and expensive. It's the worst. The worst. And not worst. just that, though, but, like, Rachel Green was able to pay her bills just from like an occasional waitressing shift at the central perk, you know, and then <laughs> and um, she went, she was also able to maintain her beautiful figure. And it's like, what? No, 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 no. There's no way she could have survived uh, and stayed that pretty with that job. No way. She would have to do done things, ladies and gentlemen, because let me tell you, I'm pretty sure I make uh, just about as much as her character in Friends makes right now. Even even after inflation, I make that money and uh, I have to do some shit. <laughs> That's why I'm not pretty anymore. <laughs> and like um, Phoebe was like an occasional cab driver and like the thieves <laughs> even have a cab. 
She did have a cab, and it was this piece of shit. She was a part-time masseuse, too, where she always got fired from all her jobs for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) And then in like the... making a lot of sense. In like the six or eight, ten... I don't know how long the show was on, but in, in the years that the show was on, I feel like Joey only had a handful of like shitty gigs. So well, he he, he did get on the TV show eventually, so he, he could save some all money. My that. children, or something like that, right? Or yeah, 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 our yeah, lives. Yeah. I forget. What are like, um, those? But then somehow Rachel just got promoted out of doing nothing. What? No. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Do you, Do you think if she wasn't pretty, she would would have gotten that job? Uh, well, I didn't see Chandler working that job. Do you? Valid. But I did see I did see um, Chandler struggle with addiction throughout the seasons. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, Matthew Perry. And now that's why uh, next week for the Frat Chat Podcast Apology Tour, we <laughs> Simo will yeah. have to apologize to next. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I can be honest, I thought being good at pledging would come in handier in life. Like it, it doesn't come in handy at all. So I, I kind of wonder what the fuck the point of it is then. So, you know, because it's like, you mean to tell me that chugging a bottle of hot sauce while sticking a pickle up my ass will not get me the job at this bank, sir? Um, well, can you at least call me an ambulance? <laughs> oh, oh, no? Okay, cool. I'll just walk then. They're okay, like, we're fine. trying to teach you lessons for the future. <laughs> You're like, oh, is that what we're oh, doing? Yeah, yeah, totally. Lessons for the future. Uh, I remember... Hot um, sauce and pickles. <laughs> I remember the, the older brothers would be like, these are the guys that will be standing over your body at your funeral, and they'll be standing beside you at your wedding. And although that might be true in some cases, I haven't Wait, seen any I of those guys in, uh, like, what, 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Simo, you don't let them finish. You know, I so said, these are the guys that uh, they'll be uh, next to you at your wedding and looking down at you at your funeral, unless you're gay. Unless then when they're going to run away. But, oh, <laughs> they're going to run away very fast. That's uh, you know. <laughs> You missed that. You missed that part of the meeting. It was, it yeah, was when you went to the bathroom. sucking their dicks. Listen, Simo, you're gonna want to pay attention to that. You're gonna, you're really gonna. This, this part pertains to you, I think, and only you. And you're like, what? Yeah, what? I can't, I can't hear. <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm not gay. What? I'm not gay. Five, six, seven, eight, and one, and two, three, four, five, six, seven, and clean. <laughs> jazz hands. I said jazz hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Carlos yeah, Shulman yeah. has done Jazz hands Attaboy <laughs> Look Here's at him go Oh look at him go Yeah Yeah <laughs> Okay so Kind of piggybacking on That maybe Or maybe not so much I, I um, I thought that like As we get older We get more mature So I just thought that You know as people grow up They grow up But no I still think that yeah. Even especially like on social media, I'm like, there's a lot of bitches in the world. Some people are just born a bitch and will forever be a bitch. Like there's a <laughs> lot of just like snarky, um, you know, some people just chronic complainers and right. they're never going to grow up. And it makes me sad because they're going to have kids and then they're going to raise a bunch of little bitch kids too. So I kind of, I don't know. I thought that, you know, maturity comes with age, but no, I haven't seen it. I think a, I think a lot of our fraternity brothers are as big of douches as they were from when we remember them being douches but now they're raising little douches 
<laughs> well, we'll cut off of that, you know, and, and this one might be a two-parter, but I'll do uh, part one now. Um, I thought I'd be married at 27. Like, I really did. I was like, <laughs> 27, 27 seems so far away. Yeah, just, it seems so far away in college, you know? I was like, okay, if I'm 27, you know, by the time you, get, you start in college, you're like 18. So I was like, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's pretty far away. And then all of a sudden, it started like, getting closer and closer, you know, and then, and then closer, you know, until eventually, like, it got too close and I started running away from it. And then all of a sudden, 27 became 28, you know? I was like, well, then maybe let's make it 29 uh, until it became 30. And then followed by, you know, let's just, let's just push it to 32 because 31 is going to be here by next time. And now I'm at 33. And it's gonna become a well. Maybe next year. <laughs> does, well, maybe does next Julie year. drop hints? Is she is she like um um? So oh look at that. So and so's engagement ring is really beautiful. I wish I had a beautiful engagement ring on that finger. Hmm. She only points at me with with the ring finger. It's very weird. Uh, but I, I also feel bad though because I kind of had some you know some some false starts. Uh, I tripped and fell and hurt my toe. And I was like. And I was down on one knee, and she walked in the room, and she's like, "It's <gasps> like, oh no, no, no! I, ju- I just hurt my toe. It's uh-huh. just I'm on the ground. It's for that only. And then you know, I also have these shoes that are really crappy, and the the, the shoelaces aren't good. So I keep having to bend down to uh, tie them up when she's walking into the apartment. Uh, you know, and then it makes me spill my thousands of rose petals everywhere on the ground every single time. You know, because I'm very clumsy, and so she'll walk in and she'll see me down on one knee with all. All these rose petals on the ground and so she's naturally going to assume that I'm proposing but no no it's just an accident so I'm sorry I, I just love these shoes I'm never going to get rid of these shoes so <laughs> there you know I um I'll never forget my my little brother in fraternity he um uh years ago he was like I'm at that age where I'm looking for um like engagement rings before I approach a lady like I I never thought that I had to, to worry about that and I remember oh, being God. so embarrassed because I was like, shit, man. Like, I'm looking for track marks. I'm praying they got all their teeth, but nothing's <laughs> off the table. What's, what, like, what is my type? I don't know. Is there a heartbeat? Are they breathing? <laughs> I mean, a job's a bonus, but not mandatory. Like, it's, it's tough. It's tough out there in these streets, you know. So no, I remember is. being like, wow, I really need to look up to him more often because he's got his shit together. And I'm a hot mess, but... <laughs> Anyway, giant drama. Uh, let's hang out soon. I miss you, buddy. Okay. Do you yeah. want to do your part two? Sure. Well, you know, I, I thought that I would be married by 27. And so naturally, I uh, assumed that I would have kids by 30. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> was I way off of that one. My girlfriend and I currently have a plant, you guys. And um, we're working on a dog. But I'm 33, so, you know, I, I What think, kind of uh, dog do you want to get? Yeah, I think we're going to do, well, we're definitely going to do a gold dachshund girl. And uh, I can't reveal the name yet because someone's going to steal it, you know, especially. Uh, when so when do you think be, you'll have this little puppy? I don't know. It hasn't been born yet. I keep fucking all these dogs and none of them keep <laughs> you know, giving me the one I want. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for the right one. Now, what if you went to a pound or like, I don't know, you, you went... Um, to a like an ASPCA or something like that, right. a, a shelter, and you found you fell in love with the Dalmatian. Is that off the table? Does it no, have to be a small little puppy? If you well, for my apartment, it does have to be small. Okay, I can't have a big dog here. It would be a nightmare. Um, but when you find the one, you find the one. It's like one of these things where you just know it's it's weird. 
But, you know, at least at least I'm working towards that, you guys. I have a girlfriend. Uh, meanwhile, uh, as Simo's been telling you, he's 49 and still a bachelor. So I guess I shouldn't complain about my yeah. life. You know, it's pretty it's pretty great life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. Love you. Right, slide you can- into my DMs, guys. I yeah, might respond to you. Go for it. And he's always looking for a fifth roommate. You know, it is what you do at this age. Uh, it's either that or cats. So, yeah, it's cats. <laughs> <laughs> I have both. Uh, okay, so this is one thing that I thought was, like, so stupid. I remember graduating college, and uh, my mom and dad were like, before you turn 26, just go to the doctor and get every, like, test you can get. Just check everything out. If you need x-rays, get x-rays, go to the dentist. I didn't realize how expensive healthcare is in America. So I found a statistic. um, I didn't want to include 2020 because that's a crapshoot, you know, because the world's upside down. But um, in 2019, the average cost of health insurance um, was just over $7,000 for single coverage. So that was for a whole year, $7,188, which per month, is 599 bucks. Let's just say 600 bucks per month for healthcare, which would also translate to $300 per paycheck that little young Chris, old school Chris, did not think he would have to budget 300 bucks extra per paycheck to go towards um, just in case I get sick. And if you do get sick, there's like co-pays and co-insurance and there's deductibles. Like it's expensive to get sick it sucks you know how much your parents had to pay to pay for those braces <laughs> rows and rows and rows and rows of braces and that had to mortgage the house for a total of that's eight why years. that's why that's why you oh, rode the bus until you're 23 <laughs> <laughs> the short bus the little bus yeah. You couldn't afford. You actually couldn't afford to go to high school. So they just uh-huh. kept you in middle school. Snapple <laughs> fact. I drove the bus at some point to pay off my debt. <laughs> oh, shit. When I first moved out here to Hoboken and I, and I just started my first job in the city was an internship. And at least it was paid, but it didn't have any health care benefits whatsoever. And I was uninsured for a while. And lo and behold, I'm here in Hoboken for maybe two weeks and my fucking appendix ruptures. And I end up in the hospital for 14 days with no insurance, with a ruptured appendix. And they, I shit you not, they dropped a bill on me like maybe like day two or three, you know, an estimate of how much it was going to be. Well, I was still like morphine out of my ass, you know, because I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. And I saw the bill. It was $177,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, I was what, 24 years old, 25, just like, what? $177,000? What do you want me to hide? What? And then they like, we're going to let you, uh, Look at this for a little bit, and uh, we'll be back. See how you pay for this. <laughs> it's like, what? What do you mean I pay for this? I can't pay for this shit. You're like, well, since I'm here already, uh, like, what's yeah, another? Yeah, can you just kill me? Like, can, you just- can you just crank up the morphine? <laughs> Let me let yeah. enjoy my stay some more. And can I maybe get breast implants at least? So if I'm if I'm gonna if you're gonna end up fucking me, I can at least have some tits to play with. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I was able to settle out, which makes me sound happy. But I was starting to pay a few grand to get out of that debt because because of this thing called charity care. Thank God, because I was just poor enough to qualify for it. However, a lot of people get screwed over with these bills and end up in debt for the rest of their lives. So Yikes. I don't know. Thank God, I gotta say I am happy. I got I got my Obamacare at handy, and I've been good since. Don't waste your insurance, kids. You never know when you're going to need it. Totally. Boy, what else you got on your list? Well, I really thought that there would be, like, a cool post-grad level to the fraternity that we would get to access in order to, like, keep us involved, you know? Because I thought that's one other reason why... Yeah, like, more secrets and... Yeah, or at More least like some stuff. notable like alumni connections to hook us up with a job or something, and, you know, just just something else. Because we had a lot of like older guys that would hang out after graduation, and here myself, I, I hung out for a couple months after the fact until I got my uh, ducks in a row to move out here. No, 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 there, there was nothing. Uh, our final secret was lamer than Seymour in high school, and our fraternity isn't even on campus anymore. So, damn it. Yeah, what I are thought we there would be like, more involvement and more opportunities. You know, I because we, we had this, like, our, our national fraternity Facebook group, and then people talk about right. conclaves or, like, these, like, these, um... These, like, meetings. Expo, yeah. but it's, like, these, like, huge grand chapter meetings and things like that. Part of me is like, okay, I wasn't invited to this, so why are you bragging? And the other part of me is like, who the fuck wants to go to that boring shit? Because the guys that post about it are like in their 50s with like huge beer guts talking about all the girls that they're going to get. No, you're not, dude. You got to pay for that kind of sex. Yeah, it'll be a 200,000 person sausage fest. That is what you're getting when you go to those things. Uh, Like, hey, Friar, why are you talking like you fucking know me, bro? Uh, please uh, stop talking to me when I'm in the urinal, sir. This is very creepy. I'm just trying to pee here. <laughs> stop rubbing my shoulders, please. <laughs> like, what What chapter were you? Uh, please get out of my bedroom. I really, I, for the last time, I'm telling you, I don't want to speak with you guys. Please. I'm just trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and there's also, there's also like, like, young kids in this group that are like, can, do you guys have any tips for rushing? And I and I want to be like, here's a tip. You yourself, personally, you should stay home and let everyone else do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's step oh, number one. You're the rusher? Oh, ugh. <laughs> like you guys, are you guys aren't getting any rushes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, and for Seymour to say that, let me tell you guys, he knows. Okay, he was that guy. So, so, so it's coming from the master. Yeah, so. you want to try a gumbo? <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason numbers were what they were until Seymour graduated. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh shit! They're like, like Seymour. How did you um find us? Oh, I follow you. We keep you. moving the meetings. They, I they think move the that pledge someone events. must have mixed up the emails or something. But don't worry, I followed you. They changed fraternity names three times. <laughs> <laughs> the total alumni don't even associate with them anymore. I thought our I thought our meeting was going to be at the P Tuts. Oh, okay. It's in this underground warehouse. Oh, I see. Okay. They just always did this really funny game where they pretended to run away, you know, and then Seema would chase them. But it was just a joke. You know, totally a joke. They didn't mean it, you guys. They didn't mean it at all. Jeez Louise. 
Oh, Lord. All right. Is, is it your turn or mine? I think it's yours. Um, okay, let's see. I, uh, <laughs> I really thought that when I graduated college that I would just outgrow acne. Nope. <laughs> 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 All the Botox in the world can pay for that, folks. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I, I didn't realize skincare is going to still be like an ongoing process. So when I was younger and going to dermatologists, especially when I was modeling, they were like, don't worry. Like, eventually you won't be as hormonal and you'll like grow out of uh, acne. No, I'm at 35 no. years old. And I still get zits. The fuck is that? <laughs> well, if anything, it keeps you young. You know, I, I got to say, I was, for me, it was it was either fat or acne, and I got lucky that I got fat. Some people got the worst of, of both worlds, which is they got both, fat and acne. And that was just a, a, a killer. You can't, you don't come back from both. But one of them, I was able to get by and be totally cool with. Uh, if I would have done both, I probably would have been homeschooled, you guys. Just saying. Tell you, if, if you were chunky, and had acne, you could never go to the gay bar. No, no way. No way. They would not like you. Even no the way. most they... busted drag queen would be like, um, I'm sorry, are you lost? Yeah, yeah. The gays the gays are really on top of their skincare, you guys, so that's one thing I've learned. That's why I put a little, little yeah, yeah. You smear that shit in. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it for months now. It's great, actually. I've never looked I've never looked younger, you guys, I have to say. I used to do mascara, and they're like, "No, please, you you waste thousands of dollars. Go on." And I was like, "Oh wow!" Uh, but I was I was a little gun shy at first, so I had to borrow some of my friends' semen. You know, you know how it is. You know how it is when you're out of your own. You just use your no, you don't use. Oh, okay, let me just let's just move past this. I okay. have a lifetime uh, supply of of nut. <laughs> I make it myself. At this point, it's powdered milk. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I when I bust a little, it sounds like this. <laughs> just, just just add water <laughs> oh lord okay let's see i think what, i keep forgetting who went did i did you just go i just went <laughs> okay so i thought and this, and this is, I swear to God, you guys, this is a true story. I don't know where this came from, but I, that's really where my where I thought things would happen in life. I thought that Steven Spielberg would somehow discover me, like, right out of college. Like, I, was, I don't even know why I wasn't, at the time, I wasn't even actively working and being an actor yet. I just legitimately thought I'd be at, like, the bank or something. All of a sudden, I'd turn around because I'd hear Steven Spielberg being like, Hey, you! Yeah, you! I need you in my movie! Drop what you're doing and come be a star! And then I would just go off and live with Steven Spielberg and we'd make all these awesome action movies, you know? And I would get to call him Stevie, you know? And it, was, it, was, it would be sweet. And so I thought I'd get all this and I just, all I got was molested by Michael Jackson. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It wasn't as good, but I did get some money. You know, I got, I got about $12 out of it at bus fare. It was great. I think I, I, think I made out pretty well, you guys. <laughs> I just got fingered by Weinstein. That that's that's my thing to think. You know, I I also I think that I shared some of that delusion because I I just thought that um I didn't think it'd be this difficult to break into the the industry. And yeah. when when I part of the reason why I got into modeling was because I thought that would open doors for me because I thought right. that um a lot of uh actors started out modeling you know the right. cameron diaz was modeling you know the ashton kutcher was a model correct you know zach from uh um 
Saved by the Bell. He was a young model. So I just assumed that, okay, well, you know, I could try to audition like everyone else. Or I can just ride out my beauty now that I have my braces off. Yeah. And just be that guy. Didn't happen. I really thought it'd be that guy. He's that guy. Look at that guy walking in the room. But no, that's that's really not how it happens, uh, you guys. It does take a ton of work. Uh, and let me tell you, I've been in a film where I've gotten to see Steven Spielberg, and that man has an entire team of people that do so many different jobs just to get to Steven Spielberg that it's just not that easy, you guys. He's got to keep grinding. Let me tell you, so, I would do for him whatever he wanted me to if I got to meet <laughs> E.T. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he means it, Stevie. Whatever, whatever he wants. you want. Let, let me meet E.T. I'm ready. And I know he's being very <laughs> creepy about oh, yes. it, but can I still call you Stevie? <laughs> oh, no? Uh, okay, sorry. Okay, uh, sorry, Stevie. Like, sorry, sir. Looks yes, like sir. I dropped okay. something. Let me bend over in this thong. <laughs> Simo <laughs> does that with every celebrity uh, that he can find in a ten mile radius, and he's, you know yeah, it's an odd thing. Only Clay Aiken took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hi, Clay. Clay. Sorry for moving for moving again. Simo <laughs> made me do it. <laughs> um, okay, so the only uh, last thing I have on my oh wait no I have two things left. I so yes. one is uh, okay. Taxes suck, and I really wish that they were to, (laughs) you know, sit us down in school and say, okay, let's talk about adulting, because taxes are super important, and I I guess that I just, all I knew of tax was sales tax when you purchase an item, you know, in um, Maryland, our sales tax when I was younger was 5%, went up to 6%, and everyone was like in a tizzy, and I was like, whatever, like, that's fine. Um, but I didn't right. realize that if I got... Is that where you have to stop uh, eating the name brand uh, chicken uh, noodle soup and uh, for the Campbell's, and you have to get the Walmart yeah. brand, you know, is that because because taxes went up 1%? Totally. So. <laughs> you know, I, um, I just remember looking at my first paycheck and being like, who are all these people taking money from me? I don't understand. Yeah, who's FICA? You know? Fuck this guy. But not only that, though, but <laughs> as as a performer, sometimes you're getting paid um, not through a company, but you're getting paid directly. And so then they, at the end of the year, you're going to get yeah. a 1099 form. And so it's your responsibility yep. to save a large portion of what you've made, You know, whether it's a quarter or maybe even a third, on just to bank it, assuming that you had to pay it after the fact. Well, no one told me that. So I was cashing in on all these um, gigs after college, and I just felt like a champ until... Until Simo went to jail for tax (laughs) evasion. (laughs) I did my taxes that year, and I was, like, just about to jump off a bridge. I mean, it sucked. I paid so much money. And and here's what they don't tell you, too. As a performer... And same thing if you're like a real estate agent or a gig worker of any kind, you have to pay a self-employment tax to just 
just to work, just to like allow yourself to work for yourself. So in addition to paying whatever taxes you're on the hook for, for your earnings, you also have to tack on, I think it's like $600 for Uncle Sam, just so you can work for yourself. Which, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a doctor, I just stayed at a Holiday Inn Express once. But that sounds like a little bit like bullshit to me. Right? Like it just sounds like some horse shit. What do you have to pay more just to work for yourself? What? It makes no sense. It literally makes no sense to me. So, I don't know. That would have been nice to know ahead of time. You know, these things would have been great to know. But no. It's just the way it is. However, then again, you know, to be fair, I don't know that I would have paid attention to taxes in high school. I think I think it's... in. in it sounds good to say, yeah, I wish it taught me that shit, but to be 110% honest, my concerns in high school were things like, check it out, you guys. Amber's thong is showing over there. <gasps> you know, like, like I already had enough trouble just like keeping erections away in science class. Uh, I don't know that I would have had the financial wherewithal and the emotional maturity and stability to be able to handle sex ed and tax class. But don't you wish that someone sat you down and was like, okay, if you have a receipt for the following, hold on to it because oh, you're sure. that shit. I mean, sure. They're all been awesome. I remember my accountant was like, well, where's your receipts for like parking when you went to an audition or for the clothing that you wore or for the classes that you took or, you know, this and that. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know that. Well, no one told me. He's like, well, now you know. Okay, well, that still doesn't really help me for right now. No, totally. I a thousand percent agree with you. I wish someone would have told me these things. I'm just saying that like many things that people did tell me in that age, I probably just wouldn't have listened. So Uncle Sam would have taken my money regardless. That's why I hope Timmy is still playing some gentle porn music in the background so we can all enjoy some nice tunes while we talk about how Uncle Sam likes to fuck us every single year. April 15th. Now sometimes May 15th. Fucking Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways... Let's keep this fuckfest moving. Right along. I thought that, and this is something we've spoken about a little bit before, but I really thought that my resume would be a lot more valuable after the fraternity, you know? Uh, like, I thought I would walk into a job interview and the boss would be like, oh, hello there, I am the boss, because that is what bosses do, you know, that's how they introduce themselves. And then it'd be like, well, let's see your resume, sir. Oh my god, you were rush chair in your fraternity? Ha! Johnson, hire that man immediately. Then promote him to your job. This is the best day ever. Uh, but no, no, it really wasn't like that. It was, it was, it was more so like, uh, oh, uh, I see that you were a rush chair, uh, ran the pledge process, and were the president of the Interfraternity Council. <laughs> Well, you definitely meet all the requirements to be our brand new fluffer, sir. <laughs> now get on those knees. Yeah, people would see it <sighs> oh, on my yeah, resume and be like, bro. why? Worthless. Why what? Why'd she join? Yeah, why are you putting this, sir? I don't know. <laughs> is this, isn't a good thing? Sir, you are 30. <laughs> this is really uh-huh. all you have in your resume? Uh, this and working <laughs> as a quote-unquote consultant no, for but, six but years? Maybe, sir, you didn't what? pay attention. Um, uh, it says... Greek Week champion here in italics. <laughs> Greek week, we earned that. 
2009. And uh, let me tell you, we would have won 2010, but it was a whole big conspiracy. It was totally rigged because they were totally against us. But just so you know, that should have been three years in a row in resume, so it should be, that's why we bolded it so big. That's the biggest part of the resume, so yes. What do, what do you mean I can't work here? Uh, you, a doctor? You need to go to medical school? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever, dude. This is the first I ever found out about it, well, so the, who knew? <laughs> the last thing I have on my list really isn't a good one, so I probably shouldn't end it on this. But Ooh. when I was a lot younger, a long time ago. I like hated going to church. And I just I was always told that. Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna make fun of Jesus for the last one. Yeah. Okay, oh, here we go. Okay, all right, Jesus. Sorry. He hung on wood, but I'm the faggot. Get the hell out of here. So, <laughs> but but when I was younger, everyone was like, you know, it, when you get older, you'll appreciate it. But the older I get, the more that I steer clear from like organized religion. The more I'm like, ew, yikes. So I feel like I, I've developed almost a disdain for religion as I've gotten older, which is not on par with what they told me. I feel like at this point, I'm more of a believer of it in a general sense. You know, I call things the universe or whatever. I don't know if it's God. I don't know who it is. I believe that there's something good out there, good energies, good vibes, be good, be happy. But at the same time... I don't know, man. I feel like everybody twists and turns religion whichever way they want it to turn in order to uh, portray whatever message. It's like the Constitution. Depending on who it is that's reading it, they're going to tell you a totally different message at this point. Plus, no one who was around to write it is even alive anymore. And even the people that wrote, for example, let's say the Bible, that was written by, and let's let's go in a little history lesson, you guys. That was written by the Council of Nicaea. This is a true story, which is a set of people that were essentially politicians that discuss what should and shouldn't go into this document. So it's not even the original text written by the people who are with Jesus, Moses, etc. So I don't know. Everything has been editorialized at this point to the point where I'm kind of like, Man, maybe I'll just believe my own thing. You know, I <laughs> I'll just I, do I my just own thing. I remember watching like The Simpsons, and they would go to church. You know, and I remember thinking oh, to myself yeah. like, I only go to church because my my grandparents make me. You know, and they would say, when you're yeah. older, you'll appreciate this. There's not one place I'd rather not be more. Than well, it makes you right feel now. better. Homer also didn't want to go to church, so there's a whole episode about that. And actually, <laughs> I did you read that the Pope recently like. Um, uh, went back on his word about um, gay people. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's I was like, cool. the fuck? Oh, That's man. Cool. And there's so many gays up in y'all's organization. So many! Come on. Not cool. I, I don't know why that happened, but that's, you know, that's another reason where it's like, I feel better off trusting my gut with it. Because you look over at the Catholic Church, they can't even make up their goddamn minds. But on it, that same document that we're supposed to believe is the word of God, it says to love everybody. But I guess not if you're gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> this shit makes no sense whatsoever, you guys. <laughs> I'll do it my way. I'll just, I'll love you, Simo. I'll love you so good that you'll be like, please stop loving me. My anus is in tremendous pain yeah. and I need to go now. Please give me back my underwear. Oh, God. No, what are you doing? Please, no, get the pickle out of there. No! Oh, yeah, Simo. And then you'll know that I love you because I do. So, oh, uh, so you know. thanks. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, 
We have made it to the end of our list right here at the Frat Chat Podcast. If you guys had any others of yourself, you recent grads, you really old grads like Simo, tell us, send us a message on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast and let us know. You know, maybe the best ones, we'll make them on the show. So yeah, get on that and we'll, uh, we'll remember to do that. And also, make sure you give me a follow on all social channels at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on the TikTok, on Facebook, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you should see him over there. A message as well if you're feeling lonely as well. And if you want to tell him some of your cool, cool sadness stories. Tell me your deepest, uh, darkest secrets. But let me change yes. to something more comfortable. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm aroused. <laughs> so go ahead and give him a follow on the Instagram at chris.more.comedy and on the Twitter at cmorecomedy. Well, on that note, on Simo's depressing note that he hates Jesus now. <laughs> on that depressing <laughs> note, <laughs> I, I I motion to adjourn this this very sad sad meeting. <laughs> Your life sucks. The Catholics hate the gays again. What are you gonna do? But I said yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week. Make sure you give us a follow. Thanks for love. Subscribe. Tell everybody to support roomies. We love you guys. See you. Hallelujah.